Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 295 of the One Chance Knowledge Podcast. We may not have an award show, but I guarantee you we all have more integrity than a certain Jeff Keighley. 100%. 100%. I, think we'll I would not sell show. out to Kojima well, for we, anything. We don't give out awards, but we do like games of the year. Oh yeah, we like games of the year, but, but none of us are going to sell out anything to Kojima. Well, you might actually. Uh, What's the offer? Ko- no, I don't need to sell anything to Kojima. <laughs> Kojima's been so good to me. <laughs> Alex is back from his busyness. Congratulations, Alex. Oh, thank you, sir. And you two are welcome, if you can make it, Seriously? to A, the wedding, B, the, the groomsman. Hmm. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Let me know when it is. Yeah, I could look into that. Yeah. You're closer. Um, we're thinking either October or, or January, yeah. Hmm? Well, there's a big difference between the two. Yes, there is. We'll <laughs> narrow it down very soon. Okay. Let's <laughs> shoot for October. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't think I could do a trip right now. I don't think I could do a January, so, but anyway, don't, don't well, plan around us. We're talking about next year. Yeah, I mean, I, can, I would. Yeah, we're talking about next year. Yeah, yeah but you yeah, want me yeah. to travel over the holidays now? I wouldn't necessarily, maybe before Halloween. Okay, that's well, better. Again, that's, the yeah. fall wedding. I endorse the fall wedding. Mm-hmm. Give her what she wants. She wants the fall wedding. She's told you this. Yep. Or like, you're I, saying I, she I, could change her mind and decide she wants a New Year's wedding. That was, that also came up. That was her idea. And I See, don't hate it. My brother-in-law had a Christmas Day wedding. Oh, it's oh. weird. Oh. It's terrible because now it just gives them an excuse to not do Christmas stuff because they just want to do their own. Uh, well, maybe that's brilliant, actually. No, well, we, but no. then, then the, here's here's the thing: so many percentage of marriages end in divorce. If it ever does, Christmas is ruined forever. Uh, that's that. Well, or it could be a, the the best present ever for one of them. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you you wake up. Oh, remember God. this day? My life got better. I'm so yeah. glad he's gone. <laughs> you stretch out of the bed. That stretch on the bed. Oh, first couple nights. Those are good. Those are good stretches. I don't have no. to listen to a sleep apnea mask for the rest of my life. See, okay, as someone who slept in the same bed as someone else for twenty odd years, mm. when I go to a hotel and I'm by myself for whatever reason, I sleep on the same side of the bed. Yeah, I'm noticing I'm doing that too. That's normal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you like, just used to it? I found when I was in a relationship and I would have to like go out of town for work or something, I would not sleep at all. Maybe it's just that those hotel hotel beds suck, but they were nice hotels. But um, when you're used to sleeping next to someone, not sleeping next to someone just kills it for me. Because I'm a snuggler. I will snuggle to sleep. Mm. Actually, I don't do that at all. We sleep like as, as far apart in the bed as you can. <laughs> we start Opposite cuddled of things. and then drift apart. Well, roll yeah, you got to roll yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, go to sleep. Yeah. Man, we fall, also have very, very good asleep in the spoon so. position is just the nicest thing in the world. Well, until I, you wake up in a pool of saliva. Yeah. Oh, with hair in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. I, I still my, endorse it. My wife and I's schedules are like apart by about four hours. Oh. So, I mean, it's like we don't go to the bed at the same time. We don't wake up at the same time. That's fine. But there is. It's, there, it's always been that way. Is there like hangout time, I hope? Yeah. Oh. On some, well, I mean, now that I'm working retail, a little bit less. But mm. I get a weekend day off once in a while that we can actually do stuff. Speaking of retail. Mm-hmm. So, um... No, actually, we'll we'll get to what we we'll, we'll get to what was hot over the last week. Alex, hmm. what's been hot this week? A bunch of random crap. One, I was what? trying to get into whatever that was. Ruin King, the sort of okay, battle yeah, chasers. That's not yeah. battle chasers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I keep on hearing great things from like it's, it's, sites, it's, like, like the Arctane animated series. Oh, you watched more of that? Tried to. It's, <laughs> it's not. It's not. 
It's not it's good. Not good. Um, it's not good. It's really up its ass. Um, Rogue King <laughs> is not up its ass. Um, it's actually it's it's fine, but it's not. It's not what I wanted. I wanted okay. something visually. So I tried Dark Siders two again, and yes, oh, okay. hey. it's the fuck up. At least for me. Wow. If it's not for ever, if it doesn't survive the test of time, at least I know it's one of my favorites, and I can just get like lose an afternoon in that fucker. PC Love version. Mm -hmm. the, the thing about the thing about Dark, wait Dark Siders two. Two. The thing about two is it takes at least an hour to like get out in the open and really start. Going. Yeah, but it's still really pretty. Like even like, like they, all they did was like kind of up the textures a little bit, and everything still looks so nice. I remember the beautiful art direction. The combat felt so nice. It was really mm -hmm. good, mm -hmm. and I love scythes. And the traversing yeah. of, Prince of, of Prince of Persia. It was He's a, a lot nimble that, little dude. There was a lot of that game did so well. Mm -hmm. And I the puzzles. Like how, yeah. I liked how death felt significantly different than war. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's, he's he's a he's a scrapper. He's a he's a was he's it a, a scrambler? Yeah, yeah, he's a rogue. I too have been have been dipping into ancient waters. What's that? Mm. Like go way, way back to like the year. Hang on, let me let me look this up. Two thousand eight, uh, probably. Uh, In the year twenty five. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> year two thousand twenty fifteen. Wow, twenty fifteen. Okay, wow, the, that was in, a long time ago. In the long, long ago of twenty fifteen, Metal Gear Solid right. Five came out, and I and I didn't. I think I got actually. I remember most you of the missions that I played, but I didn't yeah. get to the end. I was pretty fucking close to the end, as it turns out. But once you beat it in the credits roll, there's like another twenty missions. Okay, are they I'm, fun? Oh, I'm nowhere near done. They're incredible. Um, one of them it drops you into one of the earliest missions you played, and it just says, "But you have none of your shit. <laughs> you don't have an explosive device. You don't have a grenade. You don't have a silence. You don't have a, a sleep dart pistol. Um, you don't have a sniper rifle. You don't have fucking anything. And you don't have quiet or your dog or anything like that." So go in Naked there. Snake. Now go in there and destroy their ability to communicate. Destroy the communications in that outpost. Now the sneaky way to do this is to, as the chopper flies past the base, you just shoot them. You shoot all the satellite dishes. <laughs> but I, I wanted to do it legit. So what I would do is I would sneak around, and they had placed like mines. So I picked up one of the mines and I placed the mine inside the room with the communications equipment. And then I snuck outside and I cut the guy's throat, uh, throat of a guy who had a missile launcher. And I fired a missile into the room and ran. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Five just continues to be. So much more interesting than anything else I feel like I could be playing right now, except for like Overwatch. And even then, after like three hours, I'm like, okay, good games. <laughs> I'm ready to go. But, um, but Solar Ash came out today. In fact, it you did. Think you did not play any Solar Ash? Not a whit. Not a whit Oof. of Solar Ash. Um, Hyperlight, I was thinking about it today, and Hyperlight Drifter was a game that I needed to play from the first time I saw a GIF. And the gift that they showed never ended up being in the game, and it didn't matter because it lived up to what the game ended up trying to be, and uh, being. And I loved, loved, loved. I could not play Hyperlight Drifter. I haven't seen anything of Solar Ash or any review, and I've watched reviews of Solar Ash, and I understand that game. It doesn't look all that fun. Mm -hmm. All art, no substance. Um. Mm. No, I, I I don't even love the art. I I think the oh, art no. is I think the art is kind of like showoffy. No, it's not even mm -hmm. that. It's like I've seen indies that look like this. I feel like a hundred times. Um, 
it's it's very there's very stark colors and if we're going to talk about like interesting indies with interesting visual presentation in 2021 fucking sable oh my god it does look great looks in screenshots in motion sable looks fucking incredible i'm so jealous of sable i should maybe give i don't i don't know i I hate it when like they mix frame rates Yes, it drives me insane. Uh, there was a I saw in a patch they did a thing where you can unlock the frame rate. Good. Oh, I think that's what I saw, or something. I mean, that, that should that would be make possible. it playable then. Well, I think if something is designed to be played at twenty five frames per second, then it's fine. No, but that's twenty twenty four twenty five. That's TV. That's I know, not... but it's done in, if it's done intentionally and the game is designed with those with the limitations of that in mind, it can work absolutely perfectly. I might give it another chance at some point in time. I would. Oh, I'm so jealous of Sable. Oh, I wrote you notes have from Steam. I know, I know, but then I'd have to play it on the computer, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I wrote. You spent horror. all this money, and your, and your computer's like, I'm right here, and you're like, I, nah. I wrote notes for Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay, <clears throat> so it turns out that Quiet's skin that she has to keep exposed at all times, her entire skin is a parasite. Okay. It's it's this, this parasite isn't getting any better. that is taken that has taken over like all of her skin and it, it wraps around her like a shell and that's what gives her her superhuman strength and all that shit like she basically can't die. Uh, but the reason she's quiet is because these particular kind of parasites and the part of the like the midichlorians of Metal Gear Solid Five are these parasites are activated by the language by certain languages it's an it's it's called they're called ethnic cleansers that pisses me off because oh, it kills every it kills on. it kills everyone who kills who speaks a certain language and i don't know why you would call them an ethnic cleanser not a cultural cleanser oh, uh, but without being intentional oh yeah they they repeat the word ethnic cleanser repeatedly oh. as these things are brought up and the reason quiet doesn't speak is because she carries one of these plague parasites and it will activate if she speaks english so that doesn't explain why she doesn't speak Russian, which is apparently her brother tongue. <laughs> but um, but that's why she doesn't speak. Um, and the whole there's a whole big thing about uh, stopping this these parasites from being unleashed on the world and wiping out the English language. But uh, and then there's there's a there's a fight at the end against like a hundred foot tall awesome walking mecha with a laser sword. Yeah, it I goes. That. Yes, it goes full fucking Gundam at the end. It yep. was so cool and fun. And then the story ends, and it really brings into focus that the entire point of building up this massive base, where you employ hundreds upon hundreds of soldiers across research projects and all these operations in various countries, and obtaining nuclear weapons for yourself, and building yourself your own Metal Gear, and and taking down these guys who are building the you know Metal Gear to end all Metal Gears, and taking down the guys who it had not, nothing to do with saving the world. It was just about finding one guy named Skullface and beating the shit out of him. <laughs> well, going, he does look fun to punch. And then going, okay, we got him, and walking away. And then and then uh, the nerdy guy, Emmerich, shoots the guy. and says, I got him, I got him, yay! <laughs> it was really kind of impressive. So what's dumb. the twist at the end? The character you're playing isn't actually Snake? I don't recall that at all. He's one of the clones or something? Yeah. No, oh, Snake somewhere. was the other guy. Venom like in that opening sequence... He's the guy who's Snake escaping. Was the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you think you are, but you aren't. That's oh, why you have those, like, devil horns. Yes. Evil. I have devil... What? No. What? Yep. They put yes. devil horns into a clone. 
No, I mean there was no. He's got those like shards. Better him in there. Yeah. Oh, so he was already a clone in the in in the first game. Mm-hmm. No, no, wait, fuck, hold on. So he was already a, okay. So there's part one of Metal Gear Solid Five, which is like the base. That was actually him. That was actually Big Boss, but but in the Phantom Pain, the entire time you've been a clone of Big it's Boss. Not Big Boss. Does yes. real Big okay? Does does Miller know that you're not Big Boss? Yes. Oh, so does, does Ocelot. Uh, does real Big Boss still have his arm? I don't remember. Oh. Because having the robot arm is a big part of it. And they talk all, they talk a lot about, like, amputation and phantom pain and blah, 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 blah. Hmm, I don't but, remember. But as a game, just running around and doing missions, um, it's, it's still so much fun. Like, there's so much variety... In how you have to approach things, and it keep it just keeps on throwing curveballs at me. And I fucking love this game. I'm still playing the fuck out of this game. It's seven years old. Yeah, we're still enjoying. It. All right, still enjoying it. It's really good. So, yeah, I can I can dig that I can dig that Dark Siders feel, Alex. I know it's good. To and back. I just remember that I had never done the DLC for um, Remnant, which was the next thing they did. Okay. One of the things Gunfire Games did when you know they split off into Gunfire and uh, Airship. And yeah, no, I still love it. It's still a Dark Souls um, Resident Evil 4, and it's fun as shit, and I'm really good at it now, and I'm going to keep plowing through it. How much content is there, though? A a shit ton. At least 20 hours to find everything, and you're never going to... And it's going to take you at least two whole runs to see every boss. I do have that game. I remember... I don't know. I bounced off it. I, I get that, but like, I just love all the character every single enemy has. Almost no one puts that effort into it. Like, like, like one of these like, like evil tree guys has like two massive machetes, and his job is to basically be pyramid head, and he just kind of lumbers around because he knows, like, I need, I, I can wait. All I need to do is hit you twice, and even in normal mode, you're dead. And it's just like, it creeps me out. Even though this game is pretty, like, it's a like hard PG, but it's PG. There's no actual blood. All you do is fight monsters, but there's like a. I'm not, I'm not, I hate the word edge, but it's just like they're kind of mean, like like an Gritty. '80s monster kind of mm. way. But they're also all kind of mm, action figurey, if that makes sense. But really good ones with a lot of character. I love it. Mm. Lots of fun guns. Well, in my limited time, I'm still working my way through Far Cry Six. Oh. Still playing it. I've gotten. Th- I've finished two of the three areas. How is um, um, the chicken man? I haven't gotten the chicken yet. Yeah. I, I did the areas in the wrong order. I I've had the the American dog, and he is far superior to the crocodile or anything else. I don't. I don't think there is a wrong order. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, the way it, the way it kind of scales, there is no wrong order. I just. Yeah. I did it. I mean, I did. Got. I have not gotten chicharron yet. Um. But not, I've put a fair amount of time into it. I'll be able to finish it this weekend, probably. And at this point, I can safely say that as problematic plot-wise as Far Cry 5 was, it was a better game. Than 6? Yes. I disagree. Because before I was even halfway through the second area, I had the best machine gun. I had the best rifle. I had all of the armor I needed. There is no reason to do anything anymore. Oh, yeah, the economy. The economies are always fucked, though. Yeah, the economies in Far Cry games are always kind of fucked. But the, the at least in with, five, the it didn't six. peter out until. Uh, anyway, go ahead. How is how is he acting? Like, is the villain around enough? Um, no, no. He's good, but he's not around enough. Yeah, 
the impressive acting is Donnie. Donnie is awesome. Yeah. So I did get slight spoilers here. Um, in in the area with the two um, the two singers. Um, I don't remember. Chance, you remember the um, you must have. It's like one of the main three areas. Okay, but two singers. I if you just just it's the phrase like a, two a singers. A rapper and a, a rapper and a DJ. The man and the woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The guy who was trans and yeah, the, uh-huh, the, the uh-huh. um, which I thought was a little like, why is this in here? But okay, oh. I understand what you're trying to do. Yeah, I got um, no problem with it. Just... It just felt hams fisted a little bit. It just wasn't. I don't know. It didn't really um, feel like it didn't really. It just felt like another character to me, which I think is a good yeah. way to execute a trans character in a game. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the the whole sequence of defending the concert was pretty good. I liked that. Um. But there's one point where the I don't remember their names, but the, the actual female, the rapper, she kills the ministry, the the minister of of culture, just uh-huh. guns her down in cold blood. Don't remember that. Um, and then there's a, it flashes over to to um, the main bad guy. Okay. Um, I can't remember his name now. Um, Shit. yeah, it doesn't matter. But... Yeah, and his son. Gene Carlo. Like, yeah, yeah. The phone rings, and he's like, "Hello," and he puts the phone down, and he goes and he, he pours a drink and he pours a second drink, and he puts a record on, and his son walks in. He hands the second drink to his son, who is underage. Yeah. They sit down, and he simply says, "Your mother is dead." Mm. Neat. And just the way he delivered that, I was like, oh, that's why they got him. Okay. <laughs> it was like just a very convincing, your mother is dead. Wow. Like, matter of fact, but a little and bit of sorrow in there. It was just like, wow. So, was, yeah, while, while he's well executed, his son is an interesting character because you feel like the son could be swayed from the dark side. You, and yeah. wants to be. And he so wants to be, but he's trying to neat, keep himself alive, too. That's a neat, that's a neat development that now the, the rebels have killed his mom. <laughs> Yeah, well, I like, mean, also, Danny keeps getting captured. I mean, he got captured by the main bad guy once, and then she got captured by the evil doctor, and they put a cell phone inside of her that was injecting poison. So you get that captured a lot in Far Cry games. Like, that's yeah, that's, that's how they move you from one area to another. Uh, but, I mean, the whole idea that I have nothing left to get. Yeah, I hate and I have an entire area. It. No, there's lots more to get. There's just nothing else you want. Because you've already got the things that you want. I've got. I've. I've. I've I mean, it's just. It's just by sheer luck mm-hmm. that I got the best. I got, and I leveled up the best machine gun. It's got a great range on it. It's got like a one-time sight, optical sight on it. It's. It's great. I've got this Russian rifle that one-shots anything if you hit him in the head for the armored characters. I've got my guided missile launcher. I never use my pistol, and that's it. That's my whole arsenal, and that's not going to change. And I have no skills to get because the armor I have is just my basically. I'm a lumbering tank at this point. I've got all the, the um. I move slowly, but I can take hits. Armor. Hmm. I just walk into bases and shoot everyone. <laughs> I could not play. like. I am. I am. Yeah. I am 100 the light speed silent character. Nothing you. Nothing. I would not carry anything you just listed. Yeah. See, for it's hilarious when I when I like run into a checkpoint. I can usually gun everybody down. Before they get to the alarm. That's just like, thing, bam, 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 done. That's one thing I particularly... I don't know if previous Far Cry's did the billboard thing, but when you take an outpost in Far Cry 6, the last thing you will, I always do is I turn around, whip out a grenade launcher, and fire it into the billboard. Yeah. And then the billboard explodes, and time slows down as the explosion happens. It's a great way to execute that sequence, I think. 
It is. I, I just, I, I mean, think. I think he just used to raise a flag or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I just, the, the, the lack of skill tree to me is just, it's just appalling. I it, just cannot get behind it. Yeah, it, it doesn't give you anything to go, move towards. It's just like, here's everything, but what do I want to do? They go, all of it. Okay, but I want a silencer. They go, it's out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still doing like the, um, the treasures, because those at least are usually interesting yeah. areas. Yeah. Those are fun to go through, even if you get nothing for doing it. The, the area itself was interesting. The puzzle of it, yeah. Yeah. But I've stopped doing most, I've stopped picking up chests, because all the chests I pick up, it's like, it's gunpowder. I, I don't need to upgrade anything else anymore. Everything's upgraded. No, I kept on, I, I was always hungry for that shit. I was always, yeah, buffing yeah, shit even I, if I didn't use it. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I will finish it, because I want to see how Giancarlo Esposito goes out. I'm assuming he does. But... We'll see. I got oh, one whole boy kills him. I, I just... It's been so long since I've had a decent hit from Bethesda. Yeah. And I mean that in a drug sense, because it yeah. is kind of like... Yeah, it's been a long time. Video gamey weed is the best way to, I can describe it's it. It's going to be a while, like, too, unless you want to play one, another remake of Skyrim. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> think Far Cry would scratch the itch. I just... I need something. Well, no, it's not a Bethesda game. And really, uh, Fallout 4... I mean, like, there's a lot of great things in Fallout 4... But, but it was not great itself. No, it was not. It it, it didn't live up to Bethesda, really. It, it wasn't that big. Um, there were there was one fucking city. Yeah, I'm right. still <laughs> mad about it. Yeah, there really weren't. Yeah, like it, it was it was weirdly small compared to certainly after New Vegas. Um, and it's been a long time, and I wonder how much further we got to wait till Starfield. I thought I'm, that was ne- next year. I just hope by the time it's out. This legislation has been passed, and I can get a Series X to play it on. The legislation. <laughs> the legislation is not going to save you. Uh, They're passing that because they want to get the Series Xs and PlayStation 5s for their own kids. But I I, I like <laughs> at least acknowledging this is super fucked up. Let's do something about it. Yeah, but well, apparently like smaller groups have been trying to introduce legislation like this for like 10 years, and it never goes anywhere. So... Based on precedence, this one will go yes, anywhere. Yes, it, it, it is soul-crushing. I agree. Let's, I mean, the, the government's not... going to shut down on Friday anyway, so whatever. Mm, McConnell says it won't. He is, but he also said he is concerned other members of his party will not be as reasonable. Well, apparently... So he's like, not in control anymore. This is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. No. Frankenstein's burning down the village. Who could have seen this coming? Let's, let's not get, get too deep into uh, what's being discussed in courts. Please save me from this <laughs> um, so, uh, movies, Alex, when I asked you um, what's hot this saw. week, I actually expected you to bring up a film. I did. I also, I, first and foremost, I finished my, uh, Venture Brothers rewatch and I'm hmm. really impressed with the, le- with the last piece of it. I don't think I ever saw the whole thing. The last two seasons I think are the best. Cause there's like, there's a movie in there, right? There's like a, a film. Oh my God. That's, that's like season five. You got like three more years to go, man. No, like my my issue is I was never able to buy this movie that explained oh. what happened between this season and that season of the show. Oh yeah, that's all this in Gargantua too. That's in Hulu, at least in America. Yes, well in Canada we don't get Hulu. Oh, I know. I can't get Venture Brothers. I think, at least you, not think all it's on HBO Max. I mere I can't, I can't get that either. I merely have most Adventure Brothers, and I'm sure there's Canadian listeners of this podcast because I'm I know that there are, and they're saying to their their you know themselves right now, man, mm-hmm. why is this, why doesn't this guy just get a VPN and have 
tell him tell his internet he's from the states. I don't like doing that. There's something weird and duplicitous about that, and I don't like it. Yeah, I, I see your point there, but yeah, and then, yeah. Stephen Colbert came back for that. That was really good. Oh, really? Yeah. Who was he in Venture? Brothers? He was Doctor Impossible. Oh God, that's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's so much shit you forgot. Like, there's this whole, this whole like story arc where Monarch wants to is like demoted to like level two instead of ten, and he has to like work his way back up to Arch Venture, and he does it by. Killing everyone that's in front of him. Yeah, but that takes, <laughs> and that takes but anyway, a he pins season. it on like a like a, a like a dead hero, and it, it, it ends brilliantly. Doesn't like, the, it's a doesn't the dead hero end up being his dad though? Yes, yes, yeah. But like, that's not the creepiest was... part about it. Okay, it settles once for all that Jonas Venture is a way worse person than Rusty, oh. and that was kind of neck and neck for a while there. No, Jonas was always a monster. Like he was always... right, but also you know we, Rusty yeah, impregnated Rusty's, the the, the teenage president of his fan club. Rust, I'm not saying Rusty isn't a monster. He's <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> I just say, you know, he, he learned from the best. And he is a father who cares. And, like, God, it's a good drama. I loved it. I liked it better the second time, and I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, it is one of those shows. It's really good. Well, then I'm going to skip right ahead to a shitty movie I watched this week. What'd you see? Okay. Because earlier this week, I think it was Friday night, I decided to rent a movie that I'd wanted to see for a while. And it was so good. And we'll get to that in a bit. And I was riding so high off watching that movie, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh-oh. And uh, so I could rent it for 10 bucks, or I could buy it for 25 Oh, no. So I paid 25 because I'm like, whatever. Oh. We're, we're going to the theater for a night. 25 is a good deal. Uh, so I, you know, threw 25 bucks at Apple, at the Apple store, and I bought myself a digital copy of uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. And immediately, one is struck by the cadence of the storytelling, like the speed at which it moves between the beats and the clarity at which those beats are communicated to the viewer to the degree that I was reminded of watching um, the Batman animated series when I was a kid. Hmm. Yeah, like it really... And so in that way, it nails the comic book movie. It really does. On the other hand, it's also a PG Venom movie. Oh no! And, oh, how did you do Carnage PG? I um, well, they, was they, the first one R? No. no. And wh- how they do it is they talk a lot about how much Venom wants to bite off heads, but and then they don't he, do it. But then they never let him. Um, Sounds satisfying. And uh, there was uh, there was a li- literally a part at the end where uh, where the the guy goes. Uh, Together we are, and then they say together, the lethal protector, and then they jump up and keep on fighting the guy. Okay. And the phrase, let there be carnage, is repeated Mm. like three times across Mm. the movie. That hurts to know. That hurts to know. Yeah, so in a lot of ways, it was really, really bad. It was really disappointing. Guess we're going to have another... Star War. <laughs> exactly. Oh, 100%. 100% that's how it felt. And so I feel like if there was... If you're like eight years old and you th- and you want to feel kind of goth, you're going to love this movie. <laughs> you're going to love it. For me, I was kind of disappointed, but I don't think I'm the audience. I think it'll hit its audience well. My older brother loved it. Uh, okay. He's also <laughs> loving Cowboy Bebop. He says it perfectly recreates the cartoon. I won't Whoa. touch it with a 10-foot pole, so I'll take your word for it. I still haven't watched, but I'm going to at some point. I'm going a lot to of people, Burmian Arcane. A lot of people. A lot of people I trust. 
Oh, it's it is ripping. I have barely watched anime, and I know it's ripping shit off left and right. I watched an episode and a half of um, Super Crooks on Netflix. I think Super, Super Crooks. Crooks is actually Montana Bay again. I think it's actually the guy who did Cowboy Bebop, Bebop oh. for that studio. But after an episode and a half, I wasn't quite into it. I don't think I was oh, no. Alex, did you not see an amazing movie this week? I did see an amazing movie this week. What? Okay. What if <laughs> Taken okay. ended with the exact climax from Ratatouille? Well, would you want to see that well, acted? It, it, it gets better, though. I with one of the best movie. performances of Nick Cage's career, would you uh, want to see that? Go. Yes, you do. I do I do love, uh, Alex, a thrilling action romp. There is nothing I enjoy more than the ballet of violence that can be carried out by, by seasoned professionals doing awesome kung fu gunfighting. So, go on. Explain the action sequences in this movie. The action sequences are just one guy just taking a bunch of hits. Um... That sounds more like the training montage from Rocky to me. It does. But it's just, it's a guy who loves his pig and misses his pig, <laughs> wants it back, and is willing to literally go through hell. Wow, I came away with a, well, well, a very different reaction. Okay, uh, listener, the movie we're talking about is called Pig. Pig. It's called Pig, starring Nick Cage. I came away with, the, I don't know, kind of, kind of a different take on it, because to me this was, uh, whenever the protagonist of a movie is a writer... Or an actor, or a mm -hmm. singer, or generally, or a painter. Always a fucking painter. Architects, <laughs> proud architects. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Architects is a good one. Any kind of artist that always, you know, I don't know. It never sits well with me. I don't feel that that it ever represents artists well, <laughs> or this... or the artistic desire. And Pig uh. is the movie. About chefs. Actually, you know what? Portrait of a Lady on Fire is actually a great movie about an artist. But um, I digress. Pig, to me, just ex was an explosion of what I'd never seen on film in terms of uh, the artistic spirit being yeah. represented. And so moving and so profound. Oh. And I can see every single chef I've ever worked with like losing a loved one and just going to live in the woods for the rest of their life. <laughs> They've always seemed like an inch away from that shit. So, as someone who has Being not seen the movie... Being a chef is very stressful, but go on. Incredibly. Someone who's not seen the movie and someone who's not going to see the movie. Oh, come on. You Why really, did somebody really take should. his pig? Why did someone take his pig? Because it's a truffle Be pig. It's a truffle pig. It's oh. very special. But also, there's a family connection. Oh, there was revenge. That pig in the mm -hmm. past. The pig... And the pig, God... Did the pig have it coming? <laughs> Adam Arkin has pay, played a... Like, just like a... Just a Mafia Don a bunch. This was just something I didn't expect. It was, it's it, If you're not going to see it, fine. He gets this mo this is hard ass mafia boss to apologize sincerely, and it's wonderful. Yeah. It's just such a good drama. Okay, do you remember really early in the year there was a comedy that I loved called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Wait, no, you, you said it wrong. It's Bar No, I didn't. I said Barb, Barb and Star, Star Go to Vista, Vista Del Mar. Del Mar. There we go. Okay. That's what okay. I said. Okay. Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. Uh, <laughs> that's what I wanted. If, uh, listener, if you want a sequel to Bridesmaids, that's it. That's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. I love it. Um, <clears throat> it's not as good as Bridesmaids. It's really no. good. Shut up. But it's uh, it's okay. really good. It's really good. I endorse it. Did you watch Pig with Laura like I recommended? No. 
Why not? Oh, no, 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 no. What? The, she, the like, Nick like, honestly, beat up scene would be too much for. Really? No, like she would just. She doesn't. Hmm. Oh, I thought. It's okay. the wrong. Hmm. You know no, what? Maybe she would. No, it's not. It might be. It's not. It's, she's that's really a movie squeamish for about, like, horror. And there are some horror shots in here. Um. The pig getting taken is really dramatic. It is. What? But. It is. Oh, that poor pig. It is. It's, it's a very emotional movie. Okay. My point about Barb and Star is. Remember, one of my points about Barb and Star was, you know how if you remember being a kid and watching a movie with your mom and the two bad guys would be shooting at each other and you're going, I don't know why they don't don't just put down those guns and talk about things. <laughs> uh, Barb and Star was that movie and it gave you that ending. And Pig also does that. Yeah. In a completely earnest and really intelligently heartfelt way. Uh, it does that to a degree that you in, you love it. You wish that people, everyone, could look at each other the way that Nick Cage provokes people to interact with him. Yeah, and you're right. That one scene where he just destroys this guy he used to know. Just, yeah, yeah. Same, oh, fuck. This is what you used to love, and this is what you wanted to do, and why are you cooking? What have you done to yourself? Why are you cooking just this high-end stuff that isn't, isn't interesting to you? I can taste that this isn't interesting to you. And like the guy, the actor is like he's been around for decades, and he's never really been used to this degree. And he's just—you see, like his just his whole life crumble behind his eyes. It's mm-hmm. incredible. It's an and it's it's so rare to get a drama that one feels so wholeheartedly positive about and unique. Yeah, so, so this is a very special movie. <laughs> I love it. I loved it. Yeah. I, like, like there's a scene where they're making that chicken. Beautiful, oh, moving. Wow montage of food like i don't know how the fuck nick cage did that so chamberlain earlier in the year i came to this podcast and said i saw a movie it was called pig starring nick cage and i yes. talked about it with the exact same level of enthusiasm alex yes I, mm-hmm. I recall this yes now and i endorsed alex specifically going and watching this movie with his loved one be, mm-hmm. to share in this incredible experience with someone chamberlain two out of three <laughs> Two yeah, this might be this might be a Hollow Knight situation. Ro- Rotten Tomatoes suggest, is at like a ninety-seven percent. So I mean, suggest that like you sit down with this. your loved ones and watch this movie. It's amazing. It has it has an earnest Christian message, or I mean, like Christmas oh. message. Christmas message. Oh, okay. Yep. Living alone in the Oregon wilderness, absolute. a truffle hunter returns to Portland to find the person who stole his beloved pig. Yep, that's the synopsis. One hundred percent. It's amazing. It's absolutely it's, fantastic. It's, yeah, yeah. And speaking of absolutely fantastic, the movie I that so enthused me for filmmaking in general prior to renting Venom was Candyman. The remake or the original? The remake of Candyman starring Yahya Abdul-Mateen. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was so fucking good. It was such uh, such an excellently executed piece of a thriller filmmaking and uh, even though like it had like some awesome kills it wasn't it, it didn't feel like it really reveled in it all that much at all it just it just made it visually visually amazing and then moved on um and the i don't know the uh the, the tension like just the the way Tension builds across the thing, the way the protagonist kind of switches to a different role and then someone else kind of picks up protagonist. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. 
but um, it it's it's just so wonderfully intelligently executed, and all of that crystallizes in this scene where um, the main characters uh, I don't want to just say the main character's wife because uh, she is a main character. I just don't remember her name. We'll call her Debbie. Mm. Uh, Debbie is Yahya Abdul Medin's wife, and uh, she is talking to I think her brother about about all this shit that everyone's talking about this Candyman shit. And um, and she is having a real hard time with her artist lover, yeah, yeah, and because he, because he's <laughs> oh, artists again, yes, because he's a painter and he's painting the Candyman myth, and <clears throat> and uh, and so she pours her heart out to her brother. Her brother says, "I'm glad you're here. You can stay as long as you want on the condition you don't try and summon Candyman." And the sisters or his sister goes, "Who would do that?" Cut to four white teenage girls walk into their high school bathroom. <laughs> there's also there's also an Asian girl with them, and they've all decided that they're going to do this on account of you know the the stuck up one uh, is going to make them do it, and so they're all going to do it. And they get up to four, and then the Asian girl bolts. She can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, a bullied young black girl walks in, and she's clearly very nerdy, and she's kind of got a hunched posture, and she just sees the girls and gets into a stall real quick. And the girls say it five times and start walking towards the exit. And as they pass the black girl's stall, they bang on the door and let her know she sucks or whatever. And they find that the door is locked. And at this point, I found myself kind of worried that now in a horror movie, we're going to see a bunch of uh, young white girls butchered, which is kind of a problematic trope. And this is a horror movie that's trying to be conscious of shit like that. But at the same time, we already hate these chicks. <laughs> They're bullies. Yeah, at the same time, they have it coming. Yeah. yeah. And uh, can and so Candyman comes for them. And you don't see anything. It It's a horrifying scene. There are goats of blood pouring out. You hear everything. You see almost nothing. So it, it allows it to have these characters. It doesn't... Um, abuse the imagery that it's working with at all. It executes a gross, gory, scary scene, and the nerd girl gets away. Uh, it's, uh, Candyman is one of the best movies of 2021. It is Damn. up there in the conversation with Pig. It's not as good as Pig. It's up there with Pig. It is. Uh, I was. I was shocked. I did not expect it to be as good as it is. I'm so thrilled. It made me want to go back and watch the original. It was great. It was absolutely great. I've actually seen the original. It was. Terrifying. I love yeah. the original. I watched the original way too many times when I was way too young. And this movie actually starts with one of the characters, the brother actually, uh, telling the story of Candyman. But he's not telling the story of Candyman. He's telling the story he heard about that white woman that the first movie is about. Because if you remember the movie Candyman, it's about this white reporter who goes down to the hood to report on stuff and ends up getting caught up in the Candyman shit. And so the younger brother tells a story of how this crazy white lady goes to the hood and she kills this guy and she kills that guy and she says, Candyman did it. And uh, and then she takes a baby and she tries to run this baby into a fire, but the community grabs the white lady and drags the and drags her away from the fire and they save the baby and um, and so on and so forth. <clears throat> and as, the, as he's telling the story, I'm like, that is not how that fucking movie went. <laughs> it's, been like 20, it's been like 30 years since I've seen Candyman. I don't think that's what happened to Candyman. But that's the point of this entire movie is no, that's not what happened. And that's not what Candyman wants. It's fucking awesome. 
I felt so, oh, I felt so jazzed about it. I made a very poor movie decision immediately following it. Mm. It was great. Chamberlain, what else we got? That's all I got. I've, I've been living at the mall. Did you get through Forza and out the other end already? Did that happen? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. I got, I got through Forza out the other end and I had a great time with it. And I swore to myself I would go back once every week or two to play the seasonal events. And that won't happen. Because it didn't with the last one either. So I don't, I don't want to call it cordoning off content, but they had content that is only available like in the spring, summer, fall, yeah. or winter. Yeah, but they've always and done those... that. It's to bring yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah they're, they're trying to draw it out to get you to play a little longer. And I always skip all that stuff because I want to get the main stuff done first. And I was like, I'll go back and play the... No, I, I, I didn't. I never will. It's still installed, but I mean, I won't go back to it. As I'm playing Metal Gear Solid Five right now, I'm feeling like I might it might end up being a Bloodborne where I just leave it on the hard drive because <laughs> I'm just I'm just enjoying the runaround of it so much the 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 amount of content is staggering. Yeah, there's a couple of these I just can't. They're not big, but I know if I get sucked back into it, I'll just love it. Like I just I'll never get rid of Risk of Rain too. Oh yeah, Alex. I'm, I'm never gonna get rid of uh, Final Fantasy Twelve. Uh, or Civ- Hollow Knight. Civ Six yeah. was on sale for ten bucks, so I got that for PlayStation. I sincerely hope you you find something in it. I haven't touched yeah. it. I haven't touched it yet. I didn't think you would. My, I might, but I, it's installed. It's, yeah, it is installed. I might one day. I appreciate the gesture. My the option uh, is there. My brother and I are playing Overwatch the other day, and we're waiting for a game. And he's talking about how he's thinking about getting Guardians of the Galaxy because it's on sale for fifty one dollars. Mm. And so I still have this birthday PlayStation money he gave me. So uh, as we're waiting for the game, I pop over to the store and figure, fuck it, I'm buying it, and I download Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. I got it. And? Metal Gear Solid Five is so fucking good. You yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So good. Uh, <laughs> but spoiler for my brother, if you're listening, I'm about to spoil your Christmas present. I found on, on Canadian Amazon, they were selling it for 45 bucks. Hey. And it's, hey. it's sold out right now, but I could still lock in the price, and they would send it to me when they had a copy. So... If it gets here before Christmas, Chris, it's all yours. Nice. Does that mean it's time for headlines? I think it is. Headlines. In entertainment news, there's going to be a Sam Jackson and Kobe Smulders shield show on Disney Plus called Secret Invasion, and I'm down for that. I think it'll be like making Sam Jackson young again. Uh Uh-oh. No. Or is this post all that? I think it is about, like, the... Those people who can... Uh, you know, make themselves look like anything, like from um, from the Captain Marvel oh, the, movies. Uh, the scrolls. scrolls, yeah, the scrolls. Scrolls, yeah. I think, it, I think it might be about the scrolls, but I don't really care. I've always loved the Kobe Smolders character, and I always wished we got to see more of her. Now she hasn't really done very much throughout the movies, and so the only reason I could want to see more of her is because she's so attractive, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that is why I want to know more about that character because that is a very good looking character. It wasn't she on that How I Met Your Mother show, Alex? Yes. I never saw it. But. And we get more... Um, more Sam Jackson. More Sam Jackson and uh, more... Oh, God, what's his face from Australia? Um, uh, you know, he was the main scroll. He's from Australia? Yeah. He was speaking with an American accent. But when he's like a scroll again, he's got the Aussie accent back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. So- okay. Ben Mendelsohn. Interesting oh. precedent. Scrolls, oh. the, the scrolls are from Australia. I kind of like that. No, I just love Ben Mendelsohn. I just like seeing him in anything. Okay, I'm going to Google it. Ben Mendelsohn? Oh, you've seen him in a million things. He was in Rogue One. He was Me- the big bad. Mendelsohn? 
Mendelssohn. There's like an H, silent H in there. It's it's insane. Yeah, I see. Mendelssohn. Yep. Oh he's yeah, an ev- he's in everything. Yeah, he, he's always the bad military guy. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. And he was like, he was like in uh, Dark Knight Rises for like ten minutes. Halle Berry struck a multi-picture deal with Netflix shortly after her directorial debut, Bruised, was the service's number one movie in the U.S. Apparently it's a boxing movie, so I added it to my list. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. All right. Nick Cage will star as Dracula, opposite Nicholas Holt as Renfield in an upcoming Universal Monsters, quote, adventure. (sighs) No, that casting is fucking awesome. It could be good. Like, the great. Holt is really good. Holt is really good. Nick Cage could be brilliant. It depends which Nick Cage we get. Um, I don't yeah. want frenetic, crazy Dracula. It doesn't work that way. I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Vampire's Kiss. No, if, if we get the if we get the Nick Cage from Pig, it's going to be amazing. All right. Um, okay, what I worry is the rating of the because after just watching <laughs> Venom. <laughs> If this is PG thirteen, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Yeah, but it's probably gonna be PG because I think that's the the same audience they're going for. Uh, Amy Pascal, producer of all Spider Man movies, said word uh, work has begun on a new trilogy with Tom Holland as Parker. All right, I'm okay with uh, it. Hmm? I'm okay with it. He's, he's he still looks like he's seventeen. Yeah, he's he's got he's got that curse, mm-hmm. and it is a curse. <laughs> Toby Maguire got old, or he looked old. <laughs> yeah, Toby, Toby Maguire aged, and this Gar- kid, did this Garfield kid, age? this kid will too. Now, Garfield's still under thirty, I think. Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> in Overwatch news, okay, so remember last week when Overwatch producer Je- Jessica Gonzalez, who was very high profile and active in attempting to hold Blizzard to account, uh, indicated that Jeff Kaplan left Blizzard not because he's a douche, but because he could not abide corporate decisions he felt would harden the games. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I recall this. So this week, she quit Blizzard. <laughs> now, she's a producer on Overwatch. Like, she's she's a producer at Blizzard. She's kind of got it made professionally. She quit. She's going to do work in, like, a t- completely unrelated company in an unrelated field. She is leaving gaming. And I saw a headline today that, that just kind of reminded that Jessica Gonzalez is not the first person to quit Blizzard or Activision over these allegations. Um, or as a result of the ongoing abuses in, at the company, um, this is a company that is hemorrhaging its high-profile talent on account yeah. of this bullshit. I cannot wait for Diablo 4 to come out and be a 7 out of 10 game. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I mean... I, I don't want yeah. to wish ill on the dev team. I don't. Um, I just, watch I just, 2 come out and just be a 5 out of 10. I just, just be oh, bad. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> I just, I just, I just want to see. I just want to see meaningful change occur, and it's. I know it's one hundred percent possible. I know for a fact it can be done. Um, I can't imagine why such a huge, profitable company wouldn't invest in itself, motherfuckers. Because that's not what shareholders want. Well, it should be if they want profits. They don't think very far ahead. What have you done for me lately? Did you make money this year? No? Well. <laughs> you have to, yeah. Uh, state, tr- oh, sorry. <clears throat> Back on Jessica Gonzalez. Uh, she said she was leaving, quote, I have made the decision to leave Blizzard by putting my well-being first. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah, good for her. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, state treasures from California, Massachusetts, Illinois, Oregon, Delaware, and Nevada, which actually have a ton of money invested in the company, are all calling on Activision Blizzard to take more serious action and wake the ongoing investigations. The group have asked to meet with the board by December 20th and say they will take action if they don't get to meet with them. That's, and they'll really no, withheld profits. They're playing the right tune. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's really nice to see that someone big and saying money is, is shouting at the board. <laughs> and the board might go, money? Money? Maybe we should actually money? What? do oh, something. Okay. okay. Uh, we got two things to file under rumor this week, but this one was reported by Eurogamer. The Matrix Awakens, comma, an Unreal Engine 5 experience was discovered on PlayStation's back end this week. We have no other details about what this thing is. But I'd it's be down just for another Unreal Five demo. <laughs> have you played an Unreal Five demo on PlayStation or on PlayStation Five or Xbox Series X? No, me neither. No. I want to see that shit running on my machine yeah, exactly. on my TV. I'd totally mm-hmm. be down for that. Uh, Jeff Keeley said this week that the show on the ninth will feature a premiere he's been working on for two and a half years, which led a lot of people to point out that Breath of the Wild Two was announced about two point five years ago. Worth noting, a lot of shit was announced at E3 2019, two point five years ago. So it could be any of that. Does, nin- does Nintendo even play with Keeley? Yes. They do. They okay. always do. Yeah. Uh, right. Don't you remember when Reggie came out one year and he's like, yes, Je- yes, Jeff, I have huge news. Luigi is coming as a downloadable character to blah, 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 blah. And, yeah. and Jeff is like, okay, but you-, you said you had really big news. Don't you have anything else to announce? No, that's it. Nope. <laughs> just smiles not. to the camera. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> it was so fucking good. Anyway. Uh, the Ascent has been rated for PlayStation in Taiwan. You too can experience that mediocre game. Uh, it also got its first DLC this week. We, you can pay five bucks for two new guns, one new tactical, four new pieces of armor, and four animated weapon skins. Mm. Yeah, no. so I, I, I will pay for DLC like that if the game was so cheap that I feel bad about it. I'll totally yeah. do it. Yeah. And I never did with... Um... Passive Exile, because everything they made was so fucking shit. <laughs> it was embarrassing. YouTuber Point Crow offered $10,000 to anyone, quote, who can put multiplayer into Breath of the Wild, demonstrating that people don't understand what game development is. Yeah, um, Josh Sawyer, who works at Obsidian, like, started, like, just a chain of, um, like, other dev friends just cackling at it. <laughs> Fantastic to read. It was just, like, one guy was like, it would cost $10,000 for a single piece of art to conceive of what that would even look like. Uh, I don't know if it was announced earlier than today, but I learned of Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. It's getting an expansion called Fate Sworn out on the 14th of December. It, that, that, a... That's not one of the ones that's old, so... No, it's actually new content for this really old game. Yeah. Really, 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 really old game. Really old game. <laughs> and it wasn't good when it came out, and... Um, it was... They fixed the economy. It could have been something. But you ran out of skills like a third of the way through the game. It was oh, a disaster. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Disaster. But fun. Before it became a disaster. Eh, no, no. Because even then, once you got to the end of one of those skill trees, you just did that move that's at the end over and over again against everything. And that it was the, the best game. move. And it that was the game. More moves. Yeah, like it was a bad game. And you yeah. can play more of it on the 14th. <laughs> Moss Book 2 will come out spring 2022. 
Moss, moss. Was that yeah. the VR one? Yeah, the VR one. VR with, mouse. With, with, oh, little, with yeah. the little mouse with the grass sword. Yeah. I played that. I was like, this is good, but it was like an hour and a half long. Yeah. But the thing is, like, it was just like Astrobot Rescue Mission. It was like Mario, and the interesting thing about it is it's in VR. And it's not great at being Mario. It's just okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, 13... I don't have VR anymore, so I'm not going to play it. <laughs> I, still, I still have mine, but I won't play this. Uh, 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, that Vanillaware game with the Max, uh, will launch on Switch. That you never see. (laughs) That you never... Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you see them in art. You know, like, oh my god, we're all staring at this crazy thing. And now we go into the mech combat represented by a bunch of glowing dots. Yes. Uh, See, I hated that game. But the story was amazing. So, uh, So, listener, if you love story and you like anime titties... Check out 13 Sentinels. Wait, 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 wait. How far into that game did you get? Because I played it for about 20 minutes. I was like, no. Mm-mm. What do you mean? How much did you play? About 20 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got, I got a little bit of the story. and I was like, wow, this story is actually kind of well told and interesting. It's still very it's still very vanillaware in the old Japan. You don't need to yeah. represent women that way. Um, Japan, women have thoughts and opinions. Well, no, like it, it gives them thoughts and opinions. It's just how they're represented visually is with and a male maybe gaze. they don't have to be a sex object all the time. With a male gaze. Mm-hmm. How, how then how would you know they're a woman? <laughs> well, yeah, the man raises a good point. I don't think he does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, sarcasm. <laughs> I mean, why fight it? I mean, we're both we're both three white guys. Who, who's look, who's a certain? Who's look, a certain? If, if if her shirt isn't super duper tight, I mean, what was she wearing? Why would the gamer decide to listen to what she's saying? <laughs> <laughs> we're suggesting we this if she's not a, if she's not a bikini model. Why would you let her fix her car in Final Fantasy? You just you wouldn't. I, oh God! Remember that's that? Great, was, I do. That's a, great, that's a great example. I remember her shorts being like. Not even shorts, like this cut off jeans that were cut off like anyway. Back like oh, three or four Kotaku editors ago. On the other hand, for like I, the bloodbath, they had like a really good article of um like actual clothing designers like review the different SIDs in their outfits, mm. and they were all oh really God. fun and earnest right until the end, and they're all like, "Oh fuck this, <laughs> fuck you." <laughs> it's worth checking out. That was a really good article. It was fun. There's something so strange about having a male character in a lot of like Sid was always male, right? Every single yeah. one. Yeah, and then except for and yeah. then making Sid a I don't know strange or maybe not um, a talented yeah. mechanic so far out of the pale. Anyway, I wonder, nope. I wonder what um, what a JRPG led by women developers would look like. No, it's kind of sad we don't no, even no, know don't, how to. No, that's not true. Because there's there's genre. I'm thinking of genre of manga out there. I'm thinking of the romance genre of manga, and that's mm-hmm. just okay. That's very broadly targeted at women. But I'm sure there's lots of genres. I know for a fact there are lots of genres of manga targeted at women, and one could easily look to that for an eye on how, perhaps how to design something for women's sensibilities. There you go. There you go. I fixed JRPGs Japan. You're welcome <laughs> for free. For fucking free. For free. Yeah, we're giving this away. Yeah. (laughs) And that's 13 Sentinels. I don't recommend it. No. Um, Well, you lost me at the dot mech battle. 
That, that is where it lost me, 100%. That's, yeah. Because the story was actually kind of well executed and interesting. It was really surprised. And I love Vanillaware games, listener. Like I, He's not kidding. I'm not We've been kidding. talking about Vanillaware for six years. And, and when they come out, they tend to get my game of the year, like Dragon's Crown 100% did. Um, I don't know if more, uh, the, the DLC for Muramasa was 100% on the list. Anyway, 13 Sentinels, not on the list. No. No. Uh, no. CD Projekt has revealed a $500 cyberpunk-branded digital watch that will contain it's... a digital certificate of authenticity using the blockchain. I hope you For like physical Chrome. Watch. Yeah, physical watch you wear on your wrist. 500 bucks. Why couldn't you just put a serial number on it? Not so good. So $500 is an ideal price point. It's not mm-hmm. so good that you know the thing will actually be good, but it is that number that people who think that's expensive will buy it. Ah, it's kind of brilliant. Yeah. It's like an asshole magnet. It is. It is. 100%. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's like something that's still at Abercrombie and Fitch. It's the kind of... <laughs> anyway. Uh, CD Projekt said this week that Cyberpunk's PlayStation 5 and Series X upgrade would be accompanied by a, quote, major update to all platforms and gave no information about what that meant. There's or when been it was nothing, coming. There's been barely anything besides patches out of them for over a year. I'm starting to get worried. Well, hopefully they've been working on this. But hopefully. We'll see. Uh, the latest CD, CD Projekt earning report showed that their good old game, Storefront, has been losing money, down about mm-hmm. $2.21 million this year. They said that organizational changes would be made within GOG, but that the site would continue to offer its limited curated library. It's weird. It's like mm-hmm. they're trying to be the criterion collection for games. but Failing miserably. Yeah, people don't want exactly what... They want what they want. They want to be able to go to Steam and find fucking anything. That's why Steam works, because it's got it. It's the Netflix, and it it's is. not letting go. Yeah. It is the one. Uh, it is really convenient, and I kinda, I'm kind of, i still kind of mad at Epic for making me split up a couple of games I really like. Yeah. Hey, it's still around. The Epic storefront is still there. Yeah. Like a year later. Well, I never expected the Chinese mob to go away. <laughs> True. It's only half a joke. Darkest Dungeon 2, man. That's pretty good. Only, I can't wait for more. No, I mean, that's the only reason I have that shit installed in Darkest Dungeon 2. Hey, they and got I'm you. Pissed. They got their hooks in I'm, you one I'm way or the pissed. other. Exactly. I'm pissed off. And once Darkest Dungeon 2 is on Steam, I'm going to uninstall that epic shit because <laughs> I don't trust it. I, you shouldn't. Yeah, I don't. But, I mean, I'm already subversive. China should know that. I mean... Once I get political power, I could call for their removal. We could put this on TikTok Ooh. and know for sure. Oh, God. Uh, da-da, da-da, da-da. Did I say Dying Light 2 has gone gold? Nope. Well, Dying Light 2 has gone gentlemen, gold. Dying Light 2 has gone gold. Well, huzzah. But I'm not playing it right fucking now. I don't understand that. Just upload it to PSN. Let me play it. I'm sick of this waiting shit. It is 2021, and I've barely played any hot new shit on the PS5. Like, okay, so like the sale is comparable to PS4. In terms of how many they're, they're and so how many units do people have? Is it like enough it's to more. maintain an audience? It's it's more. They're they're moving more PS5s than they ever did PS4s at this stage in the PS5's lifetime. Okay, so where are the fucking games? Um, pandemic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I'm surprised it couldn't work. This I how do I put this? You'd think video games would not be as hard effective as 
some other jobs by remote work. Um, no. Because it's mostly just turning in files, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. A lot of Japanese developers said they basically shut down because Japan has no work-from-home culture. That's weird. I respect that. Like, do they not just have internet access? What's the problem? I mean, no. maybe well, it's... No, the problem is solidarity. Them. Like, this is our home time. Fuck off. Yeah, they... they, hmm. they... I respect it. That it all shut down, basically. It's like how, like, half of Europe goes on vacation <laughs> at, a, at the same time. Uh, yes, uh, maybe it was, yeah, I think it was yesterday. I sent you guys a video for a game called Quantum Error. Yeah, Quantum it was today. Error. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the, it kind of, it, it, it immediately gave me, like, a slow Doom vibe. Yeah, Doom 3-ish. Yeah, Doom that 3 is with the alien isolation a little bit. Pleasant, gingerly shotgun loading animation I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. He's kind of afraid I'm, of it a little bit. I'm killing a zombie. I, One and two, two. I really, yeah, I hope there's, like a, there's a skill to speed that shit up. Oh, we'll see. We'll see how that turns I, out. Yeah, I want that to be good. I totally want to check that out and, you know, blow flesh off zombies. That part looking good. It, it needs to be like a double A price, like $40 yes. American game. Yes. And I'm still mad that uh, System Shock thing isn't coming out. It's not? No, I think they, like, they ran into money or something. They were like yelling oh. at their um, investors. Hopefully, Take Two is actually doing something with like Bio slash System Shock. They say they are, but who knows? Well, there's a rumor. Uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, I don't think I actually put it in the rumors because it looked so sketch. But it um, there is a new one in development apparently, and I, they had like Shock? yeah, they had like a, a weird and apparently it's set in a weird dystopian city. It's like not a utopia. It's like the opposite. Um, this month's please, free PlayStation Plus games are an affront. There is Godfall Demo Edition for PlayStation 5. <sighs> so, Godfall was... There's always a game that crashes and burns at the launch of mm-hmm. console. This is the Yeah, this is the rise of the generation. Yes, <laughs> yes. And Godfall is that shitty launch game for the PlayStation 5. And to give it away a year later sucks, because no one wanted it the first time. And yeah. then to not even give the whole fucking thing. Nope. Did I even see her here? Check out our game. You might really like it. We're no. We're just going to give you some of the game, and if you want it, then pay us. Now, fuck off. I don't want. No, I don't not. want your Godfall demo edition. I'm not downloading that, listener. I recommend you don't as well. Solidarity. Um, see, if it makes you feel any better, the games with gold for December are equally bad. Okay. Escapists two, mm. Tropical five, mm. Orcs must die. Mm. Uh. And insanely twisted shadow planet, so hmm. one one for four. No, um, what was the first one again? Escapists two. Yeah, not terrible. I got hmm. I got decent reviews. Um, really, I I hundred percent take the Xbox list, but um, at least they're full games. PlayStation <laughs> gets DC Lego Super Villains for PS4. Not bad, mm. not bad. Mortal Shell for PS4 only is kind of mean, given that there's a PS5 version. But whatever. Um, this week I bade Alex investigate a game called Fights in Tight Spaces. It looks like some hot shit. I'm still thinking it over. Some reviews are saying, like, it needs a little something extra. That's, that's it. It's just like, I'm not in the mood for, like, a good idea that's not quite there. Fair enough. But as soon as I, as soon as I saw a video of that game, I was like, oh, I want to play it. It looks, it looks neat. I want to play that. It also looks like it's going to drive me insane in in a fun way. So what? Hold on, I'm trying to get past Steam's deciding. I can't look at this because I didn't have turn, my birthday. Turn turn based, it's, it's yeah, turn based super hard. Yeah, turn based. Yeah. No, it's not turn based super hot. It's turn based. It's, it's turn based card based, um, isometric kung fu, like John Wick style kung fu, where you're executing certain moves. 
And some of these are like big sweeps that will take out everyone around you, or some of these oh, just will like right. Yo, you use your card to attack oh, this guy. No. Right? Oh yeah. Right. This looks so good, and it's oh, got like this really cool, scratching a lot of itches. This really cool like three color presentation. Uh, it looks really neat. Is it a roguelike though? Probably. No. I yeah uh, probably. God, come on. It is in vogue. It'll never go away. It looks good. I like it. It does look. I'm just watching this video, but like I see the card hand at the bottom. I'm like, oh, ooh, ooh. It's then... just. It's nice to see someone who loves a madman intro as much as I do. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. That guy just did a like a uh, um, hurricane kick. Mm-hmm. It looks Puts neat. It looks neat. It's out now on Steam, man. Oh, wow, that's... I don't have time, but wow. Oh, and you can replay the whole thing at the end of it? Dude, fucking backdrop? God, okay. This looks really, really good. This looks excellent. It's good. <laughs> yeah, so... Hold on, what's so, the price on it? What is the price? That's like 30 bucks, 24 Uh 10% off right now. $22.49 yeah. $22. American. It's creeping up in the top 10. Listener, the game is Fights in Tight Spaces. <clears throat> A group of Democrats in the States are introducing legislation in the hopes of preventing bots from scalping high-demand goods called the here, Stopping here. Grinch Bots Act. Ten years too late, but here's hoping. Uh, I was Googling an, a Metal Gear Solid Five question, uh, very specific. Like, the Google was just like, Metal Gear Solid Five Side Op 50. Because I just wanted mm-hmm. to know, like, how do you unlock that side op? And one of the top suggested questions and answers by Google was, is MGS5 appropriate? Question mark. No. No. If you're Googling that, no. <laughs> it's not. Uh, for who? Does it? No. No. It's just not no, if you're not, if you're asking, no. Like, politically, for the current climate, no. No. <laughs> is it, is it, you know, kind to women? No. No. Should should I let my child play this game? No. No. Should you let your child listen to Kojima try to uh, say quiet's not so bad? No. 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 Listen to that. No. No. You should not. But if you are over the age of eighteen and feel that you're well developed enough to not be harmed by problematic imagery, uh, as it applies to women, as game as far as game design goes, of running around and shooting guys and stealth and just like, you know. The the iconic image of carrying a POW slung across your shoulders, running towards a helicopter that's landing to extract you from the conflict zone. Oh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's so deep. It's so complicated. I love it so much. Uh, ta-da. Halo Infinite Xbox players are begging to be quarantined from the horrible flopping talons of PC cheaters, which I wholeheartedly endorse. The game does not currently let players turn off crossplay. That's awful. It is. Even without cheaters, putting a console player against mouse and keyboard is not fair. Well, I, I play against a lot more mouse and keyboard players now on Overwatch that they mix us with the Xbox pool. Those Xboxes, mm. they use a lot of mice, man. They do? They do. Halo has pretty generous auto-aim, though, so it might not be quite as bad. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I do remember getting headshots was super easy when I played on PC. Yeah, yeah, it's in general the auto aim is quite generous just, in Halo games. I just ran around with the pistol, ding, ding, ding. It was wicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox has been working on trigger functions like the dual senses for about a year, according to a patent from 2020. And they've had the sense to not actually do it yet. <laughs> yeah, I really wish they just did the DualShock 4 again. 
or to just keep the prices down. I mean, yeah. PS5 controllers are seventy dollars. Seventy dollars, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my black hell. one was seventy five. I paid a premium for my, my black PS5 controller because I'm an I idiot. Kind of really made off with like my like double controller deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've already gone through at least one. Have I? You broke one PS5 controller? I don't know if I broke one. I think I've replaced one once. But I play a, you know, a lot of you games. You play Overwatch. I play yeah. Overwatch. I play a lot of games. Mm. That's a good controller, though. I, I don't mind it. No, it's not uh, as good as the, it's no, it's as really as the DualShock 3. The analog sticks are just not as good. The, the as the 3 or the 4? Oh, the 4. Pardon me. The 4. I, get, I go back and forth with, like, when I use my PC, I'm using the DS4, and I don't notice as much of a difference. It's weird. Hmm. Oh, isn't the DualShock 4, like, smaller, too? It's a, it's a lot yeah. lighter. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and the, the handles are a little narrower. Yeah. It's a it's perfect controller. Yeah, 100%. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I turn off that, I turn off the, any... The haptic feedback. All of that trigger functionality <laughs> I turn off, and my, my hands stop aching once I do. <laughs> I oh, still love it. I'm old! This, this <laughs> my joints can't take it. This game's fighting me. <laughs> Uh, Heart Machine <laughs> Solar Ash is out now for PlayStation 5 and PC, 79 on Metacritic. All right. Yeah. Uh, a kid in Harris County, Texas, has listed his PlayStation 5 for sale on- online and agreed to meet up on a street with a buyer in the middle of a Sunday afternoon. It was like 1.30 in the afternoon. So when they met, the buyer pulled a gun, shot the guy in the side, and escaped without the console. Just met up and shot the guy. And I guess there was a tussle, and he thought, well, I'm not getting it. And then he ran off. The guy's fine. He's recovering. He was just, you know, nothing important wounded, apparently. <sighs> the fact that it's a PS5 is immaterial. That could have happened with anything. True. But it impacts and our does. community. There was another one I kind of wanted to bring up. Did I tell you guys how I had to duck behind a concrete barrier leaving work a couple months ago? No. No. Was there, like, gunfire happening? Yes. Oh. So I was leaving work like 8.15 and I see I, I parked in the parking garage I kind of go out the back door in the mall and then I'm, I'm, I'm in a parking garage that's right there so I'm walking out with two other employees because you're never close by yourself and I hear a pop and I look over and I see a bunch of dudes around a car and at this point I the, you know not being from the hood I didn't recognize the pop for what it was mm-hmm. then I hear a lot more and I realize what's going on so I run behind a concrete barrier. Okay. Where's the person? Of the guys with me. They were not shooting at me. There was one guy shooting at somebody else because it was a basically a transaction gone wrong for a cell phone. Ah, for a cell phone. Cell phone. Wow. So I peek over and I see the car of the guy trying to get away careening in circles in the parking lot, bashing into multiple other cars, oh. and then like getting away. So I, I hide behind there for a while. Eventually, I stand up and look, and there's a guy walking back towards me. I'm like, "Are you all right?" He's like. Yes. I'm like, what was the shooting? He's like, that was me. I was shooting at them. They were trying to shoot me. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So then we stuck around. I had to talk to police, and that was a good time. If only there had been more guns in that situation. I know. Like, If only there was like, one more good guy. Everyone would have yeah. been safe. Mm-hmm. All yeah. those cars would have been fine. Yeah. Clearly, if I had been packing, I would have done absolutely nothing differently. I would have hid behind the concrete barrier like a okay. sane person. No, okay, now so they they weren't going for you, and that's no, a but vastly different shooting. experience than the kids in that school. I know, but I have to still think that that was a fairly traumatizing experience, right? Yeah, damn. No, not really. Really, that's not something that stayed with you for a while. That you, that that no. that a random fucking bullet could have caught you 
and now your kids are orphans. Guys, I'm barely human. I don't really react <laughs> to things. No, it really didn't. Yeah, like when I my did, car burned down. I did, I did like the appropriate thing. I, I logicked it out in about half a second and hid behind a concrete barrier. I'm like, oh, this is the right place to be. If a guy over Not the, dead. If a guy over there where the shooting was walks up to me, I'm getting, I'm staying behind the barrier. Well, that's the thing. I had come out, was walking towards the wrecked car because I wanted to see if anybody was, anybody was okay. Yeah. And then I saw the other guy walking towards me, but he had holstered his weapon. He was not holding it, walking towards me. Still. But the other reason I stayed behind is I live in the South now. The guy who was the victim and the shooter happened to be African-American. And I wanted to be there just in case the cop showed up and started beating his ass to, like, get a recording of it. It sounds awful, but that went through my mind. You know what? Yeah, no, good on you. I like it. I dig it. Um, They put him in the back of the car, which I understand, but... It was actually, I mean, the cops were honestly pretty, that, relax is the wrong term. There was no, like, yelling, screaming, swearing. It was like, let's get the facts. Professional. Yeah, they were professional about it, so. Well, at least there's that. Yeah. But, yeah, that was a couple months ago. That's that's a hell of a story, man. I, well, it is. It, I suppose. No, it is. 100% Yeah, that's a hell of a story. Like, I've, like, had to hit the deck in my, my first apartment in that shitty neighborhood, which I'm barely, barely maybe a mile away from now. <laughs> But, like, uh, and that was, fuck, I stayed on the floor for a solid 20 minutes. Oh, I, at the time I got mugged right outside that same apartment. That's a lot more personal than what happened to yeah, me. Yeah, you ever been mugged? mugged? True. No, I have not been mugged. And I, I haven't thought about that in years. But still, like, that's a horrible experience. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it made it off wallet, with, right? like, 200 bucks. And for any listener reflecting now on how awful it might feel for a stranger to walk up to you and inflict their will on you with leaving you no choice in the matter how fucking bullshit that is and how evil that is of someone to do yeah look at what the supreme court's doing this week with abortion law i don't want to talk about i don't want to talk about it good let's let's move on because that's some horrible shit and the entire american public should be rising up in a wave to crash down on that building with their will but yeah we should they have that job for life unfortunately life the problem just to stay on the subject for one second, mm-hmm. I think one of the big problems with misogyny in America, um, which foreigners are off, can be shocked to experience when they move there, is how much of it is internalized within the women of America themselves. And the amount of women who support uh, policies that objectively yeah. harm oh, yeah. women is uh, stunning and staggering. The country well, was built on the foundation that no one be able to inflict their religious will on another. That is the founding principle of the country. And this uh, patriarchal, uh, totally, totally Christian values-driven control of women's bodies is straight-up uh, institutionalized misogyny. It's disgusting. But, in general, peeping vo- people voting against their own best interests is at the core well, of conservatism. It's not limited to women's rights. It's, no, like, in general, yes. people not realizing or not caring that what they're asking for is actually bad for them. And then there's the people who wouldn't even be bothered to vote. Dun dun dun! Sorry, man. I, I mean, wait, I mean, wait, yeah, yeah. don't even get me started on those those motherfuckers. Oh, those guys! Yeah, I can't believe what they're. Yeah, we, we would never do that. <laughs> 
Just whistling past the graveyard while society collapses. <laughs> Lazy. Just hey, the worst. I, I'm just watching from my, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jim's done his part. He's, you know, he's put the next generation uh-huh. out there. Into the, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a whole new I suppose. generation I, of I Americans I put kids out there. out there to pay taxes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Support me when the time comes. <laughs> I have never. Yeah, I, I've never bought any shit off like a Craigslist kind of ad. Uh, I would not do that kind of transaction. Yeah. I don't trust people. I like the idea of if you do it, do it in a police station parking lot. Yeah. And that's what Craigslist says you should do. Well, I mean, that's kind of imposing on cops, isn't it? <laughs> like, if all these no, Craigslist... no, it's just like, in the hey, parking lot. we're not going to put any security behind this. Why don't you add some of your own? Every, I don't know how could they? Every cop Let's shop should have like a, a Craigslot lot. <laughs> a Craigslist lot. With a camera on it at all times. Everybody yeah. gets like a library card equivalent. Weird sex hookups to the left. Mm-hmm. High price electronics <laughs> to the right. Sneakers right down the middle. <laughs> Pre-orgy mixers right here. <laughs> Pre-orgy mixer. I mean, you need one, right? Everyone's had like a cocktail or two first. Uh, a lot of places like that have a minimum amount. It's, I mean, it's all BYOB, but you know. Mm-hmm. I Try sp- to be slosh when you get here. Speaking of... They don't want you sloppy drunk. They have enough to clean up without cleaning up vomit, That's true. Too. Speaking yeah. of insane romance shit, I saw <laughs> I saw a piece of art this week that I felt compelled to download off Twitter because the longer I looked at it, the more I loved it. All right. And Are you can afford this to us? No, no, it's like on my... No, it's on, it's on, it, No, no, no. Well, I mean, it is kind of bad, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's in a weird place on my phone. Let me see if I can find it. It's like the Twitter downloads, and there it is. Okay. So what this is, is a skinny guy in like a 1950s style suit with, uh, with those thick 1950s style glasses on a couch. And he is looking to the, or on a chair, and he's looking at the camera shocked and gripped in his arms is, do you remember that part in, um, um, that Tim Burton alien, aliens invade earth movie? Yeah, Mars, Mars Attacks. Attacks. Mars Attacks, where the lady gets her head put on a dog's body. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so in this picture, the guy is gripping a dog with a woman's head. Mm. The woman's head is looking at the camera, shocked that she's been discovered, it would seem. And the guy is equally shocked. And then you notice that the woman's lipstick is smeared. Mm. And then you notice that the guy has lipstick smeared across his face. And then you continue oh, yeah. to look over, and there's two glasses of wine nearby that are nearly empty. <laughs> So the longer you look at this picture, the more insane it becomes. I forget the artist. I didn't want to retweet it because I was like, this is just too fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> what? Fuck. Man. That is one of the craziest is... paintings I've ever seen in my life. Dog no, he's not, with he's, woman head. He's not, he's not kissing her. It was just implied that they had kissed. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen. I sent it to my brother, and he's like, why would you send me that? I'm like, is that not the craziest fucking thing ever Why does this have to be in my head now? God damn it. Because it was in mine. <laughs> Thank you, because it was in mine. We we take our trauma and we pay it forward. Uh, I tried Googling man kisses dog with woman head, and I got a whole bunch of really Yeah, that's, pictures. that was a risky Google. No, but I got a whole bunch of really wholesome pictures of like Shiba Inus getting kissed by people. Okay, I'm going to find, you know, I'm following on Twitter... I'm not really a dog person, but I actually got a dog. Maybe a Shiba Inu. A Shiba Inu. I don't know what that is. Okay. Okay. The Shibas are this like is... dog, cats in dog bodies. The, mm-hmm. the account he tweeted is definitely Diane Doniel Valcroez. 
uh, who's a writer, screenwriter, and she just tweets out crazy cinema stuff and, and weird, obscure art all the time. Like ghost dog posters and just perfect frames for movies with dialogue and weird, obscure French shit you've never <laughs> heard of. And that's where I found this. And she gave the artist, she gave the painter's name. Hang on, I want to find it. I'm scrolling through Diane's stuff. Come on, Diane, where is the... I feel like there's a way to like do a good search on Twitter. <laughs> Okay, uh, while we talk about this, Chamberlain, talk, tell us about the movies you haven't seen but kind of want to. Uh, I meant to go see Dune, and I didn't do that. It's okay. Um, you saw I've, it? Oh, you've seen it? Yeah. What? Is it okay? It's okay. It's just okay. Right. It's just okay. It's a little long, isn't it? It's a little long. How long? The dialogue is sold, um, and the actors are doing their very best. Is it like three hours long? Like, what are we talking about? It's like two and a half. It ends in the middle of the story and that's just like oh, okay, well yeah, i mean always gonna well, be two parts. yeah but other than that oh and the fact that like zendaya gets like second billing and has like maybe three minutes of screen time well i'm sure she'll, fun. I, doesn't, I believe that character is more in the later no oh, of course yeah. but like yeah it's good um what's his face uh uh skarsgård really good as harkonnen who is a ridiculous character and he makes it work which is difficult. Well, this is Stone, right? The Elder. Mm-hmm. Elder Statesman. He is twirling his mustache like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, While floating through the air. Mm-hmm. He's, he's literally Kurtz from Apocalypse Now. That's what... That, Kurtz who can float. <laughs> who can, he can... Oh, That's there it is. Man. There it is. Yeah. I managed to okay. dodge seeing Ghostbusters Afterlife. Phil Hale. P-H-A-I-H-A-L-E. Phil Hale is the name of the artist. Phil Hale. Oh, yeah, he's made some wild shit. Guy and dog lady. Phil Hale's Phil Hale software engineer. Yeah, okay, Phil Google Hale. Phil Hale guy and dog lady. And first Phil image Hale. that comes up. Guy and dog. I just kind of like his art in principle. Flinch comic cover art. That's what it's called, I guess. Oh, wait, here we go, here we go. First, first image. All right. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Have you seen the yeah. Batman one? Say what? He's got a Batman painting that is haunting. Oh no, he's he's got all kinds, and all most of his stuff is just monsters. And when I saw this picture, I was like, or just monsters, or violent moving figures. The guy's surgically undoing his face. Exactly, like it's it's a bunch of really weird shit. But this mm-hmm. was this was the first one I saw, so I googled it. I kind of love this guy. Yeah, it's nice. Like, he should be doing Nine Inch Nails cover art, you know. Yeah, yeah, 24-7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Nine Inch Nails, I saw, I just stumbled across a song that Danny Elfman did with Trent Reznor. Okay. And they made a video of it, and the video is just like, I mean, if I would ever had ever tripped on acid or mushrooms, I'd imagine this is exactly what it would be. Okay, what's the song? I don't remember. Right. Just okay. look up Trent Reznor and Danny Elfman. True. Trent Reznor, Danny Elfman, True. Yep. What's that? There's a big data song I just love. As as we're throwing good music out there, go to the library. It was honestly a pretty good song. Because, I mean, Danny Elfman sounds like Danny Elfman still. Even though he's getting old, he still sounds like Danny Elfman. Is he singing? Or were we just talking about the orchestration? No, he's singing. Yeah, you got 
You got OG Jack Skellington in there. <laughs> well, he's doing. He's not doing that voice. It, it, it's honestly, it's it's um Uncle Boingo again. Oh, okay. Doing that voice again. Would you ask for more of this? Mm-hmm. I would because I think Trent's stuff outside of Nine Inch Nails is actually more interesting than his stuff inside of Nine Inch Nails. People seem to like him as a composer. I'm ambivalent. I no, I tend to like him. His scores are fine. I don't know why they won an Oscar, but never mind. Um, that's yeah. Didn't he do Quake Two? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, that's yeah. neat. Yeah, Quake Quake Two. I still remember a song called "Descent into Cerberon." Mm-hmm. Fuck, it was great. Trent's a weird dude, and not not that Danny Elfman isn't a weird dude. They're just like they kind of go together. Well, I mean, they look like weird dudes. They've got that. They, Elfman... They've got that plumage that warns others to stay away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very Jack White. They bring up um, the lead from Devo composed the score to all the Crash Bandicoots. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. No yeah. Of, Mark Mothersbaugh. Speaking of crazy looks, uh, Jack Dorsey, wasn't that his name? The Twitter guy stepping down? Looked mm-hmm. like a full-on Bond villain. Yeah, no, with um, the... Uh, Shaved head and a, and a big... Rasputin long, beard. Yeah, Rasputin beard going on. Yeah, no, they're they're all Bond villains. There's another there's another Twitter follow I'm gonna suggest. Let me see if I can find her. Uh, like, like how is Mark Zuckerberg scarier than the version of Lex Luthor that was supposed to be him? <laughs> how did he do that? He's real. That, He's... that that meta video is this, the it, it's it should have been a Bond villain. Like they just put that in a movie somehow. Okay. Listener and gentlemen, if you have Twitter, I recommend you go over there and search the name. Marina Amaral 2. M-R-I-M-A-R-I-N-A-M-A-R-A-L-2. Marina Amaral 2. This is a woman that all she does, her profession, is to take old black and white photographs, like of Custer, that famous picture you've seen of Custer, and and colorize them. So Mm -hmm. it looks like someone just snapped a picture of a guy today, but it's fucking Custer. And wow. it makes history just explode with life suddenly. It's amazing. Marina. Have Amaro. you seen that, um, like, 1912 snowball fight, speed adjusted? No. So it looks like they shot it, like, yesterday? Or, like, in the 70s? No, I, think, I think I saw it a long time ago. I didn't see much of it. That's neat. Yeah. Well, she has her own website. Yeah, she sells Marina books. Marina Amaro. She's, she's got her second book out. Dot com, yeah. yeah cool. It takes a lot of work, I bet. A ton of work. But no. she, uh, she's uh, proudly autistic, and apparently that's a big part of her just sitting there w- working her ass off. Okay, says. like her on her homepage, the front thing is like a sliding thing of Marie Curie. Mm-hmm. It's just haunting and it, just, wow. Isn't it stunning? It's yeah. absolutely stunning work. Marina Amaral, listener, on Twitter. Wow. The one of Custer, and she, she uh, six hours ago she posted uh, her colorized photo of Custer. And notes, when this photo was taken, Custer was 26 years old. No. Yes. Cigarettes and booze. No. Uh, no, but he, he looks like a... Also disease. No, he looks like a young guy from World War II who's been to war. You know, he's got that... Yeah, and his, his face is all fucked up. Hollow look in his eyes. You know? Yeah. She's got a copy of uh, a picture of Frederick Douglass on uh, the front page. Okay. That's a confident looking man. <laughs> no, <laughs> he he's had got to a be. very steely-eyed look in his eyes. He it's had to be. Yeah. yeah. Official website, but boom, Chris portfolio. Oh, it's amazing! It's amazing. 
can't even imagine how long. Oh, Rasputin in a suit. Yes, the oh, Rasputin just weird. one is incredible. Like, how can someone from history just be that villainous? How did that happen? He just oozes it. Look how bald he is on that top. I'd be, yeah. I'd be angry, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take it out in all of Russia. <laughs> Amelia. Oh, look at Amelia Earhart. The Einstein one's not so good. Amelia Earhart, yeah. yeah. She looks like Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Yeah, oh my God. Okay. Uh, uh, you know what? They have this. He's got another Tilda Swinton. Check out Lincoln. Check out Lincoln. I think I've seen that one. I think Spectacular. Oh, yeah. Wow, Lincoln's got a big nose. Isn't it? Faces of Auschwitz. Yeah. Oh, when you hover over them, they go back to black and white. That's why I'm like seeing the flash here. Marina Amaro, listener. That's amazing stuff. Incredible, I know. Incredible stuff. Like, have you seen They Will Not Die Old? Uh, no, I don't know what that is. That World War One doc that um, Peter Jackson did. It's basically this, but World War One footage. Oh wow! Oh, have you never seen it? No, no. It's really good. Yeah, all right, then. They will, they will not die old. Okay. I'll see if it's on any service I have. Yeah. Speaking of Peter Jackson, I really should watch that Beatles thing he did. I wish Get I had, I wish I had bought Candyman. It's on Disney Plus now. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. I don't know why. They shall not grow old. Whatever. They shall not grow. Why don't you want to watch the Beatles thing? I, 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 I keep on hearing about people's reaction to how Yoko was portrayed. Or just... Well, uh, I mean, po- she kind of She's just the there. Like, no, no, no. It's all... It's, it's, yeah. it's pointing out that everyone blames her. Like, the reaction... For is, no... Yeah, no reason. She's just the girlfriend. blames her for breaking up the band. When really, what she's doing is she's just sitting there going, Oh, yeah, you guys, you all sound really good. She, <laughs> she's, she's the... You know, she's the girlfriend at a... Watching her boyfriend rehearse with his bandmates, like that's it. She's doesn't seem uh, like she's knives chow on her worst day. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not even that. She she's no. apparently you know largely. Un- she was blameless. She was blameless. Yeah, the absolutely. Like it's all John Lennon wanted to break up the Beatles, so John Lennon broke up the Beatles. Yeah. And there was a woman What's nearby. To blame. A woman about? of color. Hmm. New Beatles talk. Oh, get back. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. My favorite actual music documentary is called uh, Muddy Shoals. Shoals. The one um, Scorsese did with the band was really good. Muscle Shoals. Last Waltz. Yeah, Last Waltz. Muscle Shoals yeah, that's that one. is an yeah. awesome documentary about mm-hmm. a specific uh, music studio that uh, recorded some of the great soul songs of the 70s. Uh, really, really cool story. Amazing artist telling the story. Yeah, Muscle Shoals. Holy shit, Get Back is eight hours? Yeah, it's a lot. Oh, God, that's I a can't, lot. I don't care about the Beatles wow. that much. On the other hand, though, um, there it was pointed out the other day that there are people of voting age today who were not uh, conscious when the Wii came out. Don't Which, tell shut me shit up. like that. Stop. Uh, and so, in the same way that, like, I remember when my generation, when kids my age introduced each other to Led Zeppelin and shit, like, that became our our party music. I wonder if this documentary on the Beatles might introduce a generation of kids who had never heard the Beatles. Or had just you know, I... heard that, yeah, to, to some really cool music. And a lot of the it Beatles could. shit is actually fucking amazing. It is. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit it. More of a it's queen guy, of... but he is. 
Okay, it's kind of in my blood. I mean, it's, my my mom actually saw them once, so it's like somehow passed it down to me. No, I feel I fought the White Album at least twice. <laughs> okay, but I, I, <laughs> I never made this point about Candyman. I actually mm. watched oh. Candyman in its entirety twice. It was that good. Oh, the, the new movie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I actually watched it twice within the rental period. That's... I don't think I've ever done that. Uh, yeah, I... There's a lot of movies that I intended to do that. Like, I intended to do it with Pig and then didn't. But I, I would it's, do it with It's... Though. Once you know where it's going, it's rough. No, I think I'd like to watch it again, but not yeah. anytime soon. <laughs> just, yeah. I'll take a little space, and then, I'll, and then I'll go back and feel those feels again, just like... Um, Hopefully, before the end of this trial period with Apple TV Plus, I'll watch uh, oh, Ted Lasso again. It was interesting what they did with that kid. Like, I thought he was just going to keep being annoying, and then they figure out how to use him. It was uh, good. No, it didn't feel like it was a figure out. It felt like that's where it was going all along to me. Um, well, no, like, he's a good plot device, but, like, I like how, like. He's introduced he has kind a, of as an antagonist. Almost. But, he, yeah, and he gets his own, you know, little arc where he's like. Uh-huh, yeah. His, his mom's on the other side of the door, and he can't bother to like actually see her, but he'll pretend to have a conversation with her. I, I loved it. I guess I remember that scene. Or he's just right outside the hospital door, and like the nurse like rushes by, and he just kind of stares at her while the door closes, and apparently she's just all fucked up. And you never see it. Maybe that traumatized me, and I just wiped it out of my memory. Yep. Possibly. Possibly. All right. All right. So next week... Mm-hmm. We will be recording during the Game Awards. <laughs> oh, really? I think so. The Game Awards are next week. Could, is it the is not the, it's ninth? the ninth? Oh, yeah, it's it is the, the second today. You're right. Yeah. Well, then I would say skip the fucking Game Awards. Uh, record the <laughs> podcast and um... watch the replay after. Exactly, <laughs> and then you just skip through Jeff talking. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that, that makes it more bearable, doesn't it? Well, okay, but watching it and suffering through that shit is part of it. And waiting for there to be something good is part of it. Yeah. I mean, do we want to deny ourselves that experience? Uh, the thing is, I, we'll talk about I'm it. happy to skip that fucking award show, usually. And I'll watch it the next <laughs> day or just watch highlights. This was announced, that was announced. And not only that, but if it's going on during the podcast, we can just scroll Twitter and see what's happening. That's true. Holy shit, 10 minutes of footage of Dead Space. Oh. What? What? No, see, Ooh. wouldn't that be exciting to say next week? Oh, see, I thought you found that on YouTube. Don't. I was about to, like, good night, everybody. Don't you do that. No, Don't you no, do that's, that. No, I wasn't oh, trying that's... to do that. I was I was suggesting the excitement we could feel on the day by, yeah, that'd be nice. by just oh, keeping okay. an eye on it as we podcast. All right, I'm sure Dying Light 2 will. Probably. That's It'll do that for me. You're going to shoot? Really? You think no, I'm sure, like, like, when it comes out, which will be soon, because it's gold. Wow. Like soon as in like a couple months. Yeah, um, I'm sure I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Keep saying that to yourself. I ate so many, so much turnover. I don't. I just don't know. Okay, but the the gameplay reviews or, re, or the gameplay uh, previews were Previous. pretty solid, as I recall. Right. Saying, weren't they? And it's not like it needed a story to be fun as hell. Um, yeah, like I'm not hyped for the story of Dying Light 2. No. I'm hyped to run around in first person and chop zombie heads off. It's going to be awesome. And I'm going to like run up guys and jump off them and grab onto walls and then climb the wall. And then I'm going to run along a roof and jump off the roof and land on a zombie and kill it. And I'm going to keep on running. It's going to be so cool. <laughs> oh, I just realized that uh, Halo Infinite comes out the day before we record and I have that day off. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you're going to play Far Cry. 
that's how you roll. Um, I really want to wrap up Far Cry this weekend. <laughs> Hit that wrap it up box. I can see it happen. Especially if you're skipping they all the chess. I, I don't need them anymore. So, all right. In that case, Alex, once again, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. You have much planning ahead of you. Uh, yeah, we already got uh, engagement photos booked. Mm, there you go. Chance, thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week.